Hello, and welcome to Nerds and Noobs, the podcast for everyone. Hardcores and casuals, nerds and noobs. All are welcome as we dive into and discuss all things nerd, from the biggest movies to the latest shows. I'm Mike the Nerd. And I'm Vin the Noob, and this is Nerds and Noobs. everybody welcome back to the nerds and noobs podcast uh with me this week i have my co-hosts mike and nick uh and we are going to discuss the new well it's not really new anymore uh, but we're going to discuss the new game of thrones show spinoff show called house of the dragon which takes place 200 years before the fall of the iron throne and basically uh records or shows what happened during the um the targaryen dynasty so i know mike is going to have a lot to say about this uh and i and nikki and i are more going to be asking a lot of questions i think as both uh big fans of the show so uh i guess first we'll get into what we're watching playing or reading this week so uh mike i know you had something good going uh what have you been watching so two shows really quick. I just wanted to shout out uh, Attack on Titan. So we're going to get real nerdy with it. Anime show. Uh, I think it's like the most popular anime in the world right now. But I don't think I've mentioned it yet. Show is amazing. It's in its final season. I think there's like three episodes left. Excellent show. You could watch it on Hulu. It's uh, I think like five seasons. Um, but Halo premiered today. And I watched the first episode, and I have to say I liked it. I was very skeptical going into it. You know, they do some weird stuff where they're not really following the storyline of the games, but it's all the same characters. But putting that aside, it's a it's a very good show, and I'm excited for the rest of the season. Yeah, I didn't know that was coming out today, as I told you before the show. Is it? Um, is it? Are they releasing all the episodes at once, or is it going to be weekly? Uh, weekly every Thursday, and I believe it's a nine-episode season. Got it. Okay. And uh, yeah, it looks. I mean, I'm gonna give it a shot. We'll see how it is. Uh, yeah, and I guess on Attack on Titan, I've been meaning to find an anime just to get into. I literally haven't watched one in my entire life. Um, I was thinking about watching that one or Death Note. I think it's called. Um, they both seem awesome. So, gonna definitely try to get into that. Um, Nick. What have you been watching? I, too, watched the um, Halo show today. Uh, I didn't play the games, though, but I liked the show. I thought it was... An, I don't see, I don't, I don't know if they're following or if they're not or who, what they're supposed to do because I see people online are complaining, but to me, it was really interesting and it was really cool, and especially in the beginning, I loved. And I thought it was pretty good, and I'm definitely going to be keeping up with that show, too. That's awesome. I'm going to have to give it a shot and pay uh, Paramount some money to get the uh, Paramount Plus. I didn't know there were ads, though. I'm very annoyed by that. uh, Wait, there's ads even though you are you are you paying for the ad supported version or? I don't don't know. It's not my account. Oh, then there you go. That person is probably. I I will say on mine, there was no ads. So I think I'm paying for the one that there's no ads. And it's weird, too, because it would. like it would hit a scene where like a commercial would be and it'd go to black real quick and the show would come right back on. So, so I guess like there's, a... there's, yeah, there's set marks where I guess the ads would be, but since I'm a sucker and I'm paying money, I didn't get those. 
Yeah, and with tonight, with this trailer, it when, when I was told this is what we'll be covering, I go, my first thought is, did they release another trailer? I went on YouTube, I'm looking, and I'm like, this says five months ago. What are they talking about? Yeah. I thought there was a new trailer that came out like today, and I missed it. And then I realized that we're talking about the one from, I, guess, I believe it was October. Yep. Yeah. We. Uh... I thought there was a new one. I was scrambling. Yeah, we're behind. We're very behind. So we're trying to catch up because this is a show we're going to watch weekly as well and discuss on the show, uh, discuss on the podcast. So uh, we feel like we need to get ahead of it. And I think when we, I don't think any of those old episodes are up, but Mike and I kind of did a deep dive on what this potential spinoff could be. I think we did it like two years ago, Mike, or it might, that might've even been before they announced this show and they shot the pilot for the, um, what was it? Age of heroes show. Um, blood, blood moon. I think it was called. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to this and, and uh, yeah, Nikki, I think for that show, uh, you know, you and I are going to be sitting back and listening to Mike nerd out, uh, I think, when we when we start reviewing that show. So it'll be it'll be good. So anything else you watching anything else or Halo sticking to Halo? Um, just still watching The Flash. I haven't watched one since. It's still week. terrible. I'm trying to catch up. I'm trying to catch up. Yeah, got it. Awesome. So let's jump into the trailer. So I know Mike's going to have a lot to say about this. So I guess we'll get our initial impressions out um, first. So uh, I guess, Nikki, we'll, we'll go to you first. What were your initial impressions? I, I guess your relationship with Game of Thrones, and correct me if I'm wrong, is I think you binged a ton of it right before the final season or the second to last season. Is that is that what it was? Um, before season seven. Okay, so yeah, so you watched... All the way. Yeah, you I was see. watching roughly three or four episodes a day to catch up. Gotcha. Yeah, I remember that. So you watched season seven and eight live. Okay. So yeah. So you, I, I was safe to say, I think you were a big fan of the show. Uh, what did you think of the finale? I was a huge fan of the show to a point where actually at Mike's house, I took a book, the historian, whatever it was called, the Visual Dictionary. I don't know what exactly it was called. The World of Ice and Fire, big uh, coffee table book. Yeah, and I, I had it for. A long time, a few months, and I borrowed and I gave it back, and, and I studied it, and I, I used to study a lot of, like, the families and the storyline and tried to understand everything because I was very invested, but me, like others, I despised the entire last season, and I despised pretty much the entirety of season seven, too, so I was very unhappy, and then even when this trailer came out, I was, not that I didn't care, but I was almost like, uh, you know. Because they ruined, in my opinion, ruined it. So I didn't really care as much as I would have if that show had come out before I saw the finale. Got it. So what do you think of the actual trailer besides the fact that you didn't care that much? <laughs> I think I, no, I think it looks great because it, it just looked really cool. You know, I, I know who the characters are, but that's about it. I don't really know like their history. So I know this is the, I believe it's, I have to believe it's Viserys. The first, is that correct? Yeah, uh, Viserys. Close Viserys. Enough, it's the same name as the brother of Khaleesi in the show. Right. Right. Yep. Yes. That's, yep. That's, yeah, and I, I know he's like the one who you know the first of the Targaryens and loses. You know, eventually down the line we get to the events of the Game of Thrones television show. Now, my question is: there was no novel on this stuff, correct? So he released a book uh, called Fire and Blood, which is the history of the Targaryens up until 
a certain point. So it's going to be two volumes. So we did like the first volume, which covered the first half of the Targaryen history. And then the second volume's allegedly going to come out once he finishes the mainline books. Uh, so, so never, okay. Yes, absolutely never. So never. Yeah, so this is going to be... I, I don't think we'll ever even see The Dream of Spring. I don't think that'll ever come out. I agree. Uh, so is this going to be another show where he says, where he literally only has one more book to write and then he doesn't do it? Like, is that where we're going to turn into? Or is this only the first half of that first book? Yeah, no, the, the events of this show are covered entirely in fire and blood. So okay, we're that's safe good. there. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I thought this this trailer looked pretty awesome. Um, I like, you know, I like the style of the Targaryens. You know, I like the style of the Targaryens and Game of Thrones, obviously. Um, the style of this show looks pretty cool. Um, I'm hoping they stick with like the brutality and seriousness of the show and don't like fall into like, a, um, which I don't know why they would, but fall into like a, you know, like a Marvel type shit where they have like corny jokes for no reason. Um, and, uh, I really enjoyed, um, I really, yeah, I really enjoyed seeing like all these characters and like the different look of the throne. Like it looks like the throne, is more close to what the books had imagined it with the swords like all over, you know, all over um, the place instead of just like the small throne. Um, and I really I don't know the actor's name. I guess the actor who's playing Viserys, um, whoever this is, like just looks evil. Like I, they did like a really good job of making him him look like evil and or not even evil, like uh, like scary. He looks kind of scary to me. Um so I, I enjoyed the trailer. There wasn't like much here, but it looks pretty cool. Um, obviously, Mike, I know you're going to have some gripes with it and I'm ready to hear it. Um, and I guess, um, yeah, I'm, I I think this looks awesome. I really can. They haven't had a, a, a release date for this yet, right? Besides saying it's coming out in 2022. Correct. Although George Martin came out and said that we should be getting a release date very soon. And there's speculation that a full trailer might drop during the Oscars. Interesting. Because they've they've updated their like the official website. Mm-hmm. So like the logo of the show is a little bit different now. I think the font's a little bit different. So I think they're gearing up for a big reveal. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah. So Mike, what did you think of this trailer? Um, I loved it. I loved every single thing about it. Except for one thing, which I need to be careful how I uh, go about talking about that. But real quick, I think you said uh, the actor they got to play Viserys was was perfect. We actually only briefly see uh, Viserys the first in this trailer. It's like the brief shot where he's sitting on the throne and he's gripping the giant sword, which is Blackfire, which is the Targaryen Valyrian steel sword that ends up being lost. I think we might get a spinoff show that'll deal more with the fate of that sword. Um, I think who you're talking about is probably Matt Smith who played Dr. Who he's, uh, he's in the crown. He's actually playing King Viserys's younger brother, Damon Targaryen known as the rogue prince. And you're right in that he looks perfect for the role because that character is, one of the most interesting characters that George Martin's written. Like he's just fascinating the character. Um, So I think he's perfect for that role. All the actors actually look 
good for the roles. My one gripe would be the character or the actor they have playing Corliss Valerian. And for those of you who don't know the Valerian family, because they're not featured in the Game of Thrones show at all, they are a family of Valerian descent. Um, so they, they intermarry with the Targaryens. They rule an island called Driftmark. The issue being, since they're Valyrian, they have a typical Valyrian look. You know, the pale skin, silver hair, purple eyes, which is important because the Targaryens like to keep that, like the blood purity. But the actor they have playing this character is black. And that's not a problem in and of itself, but there's certain elements to the plot, like pretty important driving forces behind the what's going to be the main plot in the show that will be greatly affected by this change so that's the that's the only thing i'm worried about how they're gonna get around the issues that casting will cause so is this like uh if they were filming a a movie about world war ii and there was like a black nazi would that be an equivalent? Just wouldn't make sense. <laughs> um, maybe not as uh, completely ridiculous as that, but I, I'm I'm sure there will be some sort of explanation in universe about it, like in the show's universe, why this is the case. Like they can't ignore it. Yeah, I think if they just had it, it would just be it'd be really weird because the that family is intermarried with the Targaryens for generations. And it just, it doesn't make sense within the established canon of, of the books, but maybe the show will offer a reasonable explanation and, you know, I'll, I'll keep an open mind for whenever it premieres to see how they do that. Got it. Got it. Nick, any questions for Mike? No. No, but um, that guy definitely looks the part. Matt Smith, he he looks exactly like the guy from season one of Game of Thrones. They look so similar. Like That's a great choice, great casting choice there. So I'm very excited to see that guy. Yeah, I think and, they, they did a good job. Yeah, right? And uh, it just looks really cool. Like you had mentioned with the swords all around the throne, I guess they'll have to maybe show why that's not the case and if they want to go with the same continuity or are they just saying we'll make it more like the books and just no one will notice kind of thing. I'm not sure but people are going to notice. Yeah. So my guess with that would be, um, so that's, that was the look of the throne when the Targaryens were in power, but after Robert Baratheon took control and maybe he did a, like a sort of redesign kind of thing. That's, that that's, I think, that's, that's what I think. That would be, I think the simplest way they, they go about it. Yeah, because in the books, isn't the Iron Throne like a lot higher? Like, like it's on like a pile of swords, isn't that? Oh yeah, it's it's absolutely massive. I think it's made from like thousands and thousands of swords. Like it's just, you, you wouldn't be able to do that in a show without it looking kind of just ridiculous. But yeah, no, in the books, it's absolutely enormous. Yeah, a lot of a lot of differences from from the books, from what I hear. I know Tommen is like a baby basically as a king right 
Yeah, I think he's a baby, but like 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 a toddler. No, I think he might be like ten, maybe. He's either like eight or ten years old in the books. But I mean, in the show in Game of Thrones, they aged everyone up pretty considerably, and I think that was actually a mistake in the books, at least on George Martin's part when he wrote them that he made all of the characters, at least the children characters too young. So it actually, it made more sense in the show for those characters to do what they were doing at an older age than they were in the books. Got it. Yeah. I was very surprised about that when I learned how young everybody was in the books. Um, So when it says in the trailer, it says 200. So I guess let's try to break down like, who we're seeing in the trailer here but one thing that i noticed is that it said 200 years before the fall of the throne does that mean the fall of like does that mean the end of you know the game of thrones show we've seen or the end of like the targaryen dynasty to robert baratheon i think targaryen i think it's from their point of view that's the fall of the throne but mike yeah i I would agree with that um it's also about like 150 years i think not 200, but that's quibbling. I think 200 just looks looks better. better. It's, it's a more round number. Um, but yeah, I think it's before uh, Robert's Rebellion. Got it. Um, so like, who's, who's uh, we see like, we don't see a face, but we see the hand of the king. Obviously, we see like his like little pin. Uh, who is the hand of the king? Like, do we know who that is? Not the actor, like the actual character. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's Otto Hightower. Okay. So we'll get to see the high towers in this show, and they're one of the richest, most powerful families in all of Westeros. I don't think we even got a mention of them in Game of Thrones, but yeah, they're yeah. a very interesting family. They rule Old Town, which is the second largest city in Westeros, and uh, the actor playing him is actually, I always suck at pronouncing his name, it's uh, Rise Ethans. Oh yeah, he's good. He's yeah. uh, he plays the lizard in uh, in Spider Man, the Amazing Spider Man, and, uh, and his most famous role is Adrian in Little Nicky. Yep, that's. But but yeah, he's uh he'll be a very important character. Got it. And then we see like a uh, there's like a, a it looks like a young woman. I, I don't know how old. I mean, I would say maybe like Daenerys's age. Uh, who is that? She looks like a snake, kind of. So that's going to be uh, Rhaenyra Targaryen. I believe I'm just trying to catch up in the trailer. It's like the close-up shot of her face, yep. right? Yep. Yeah, so that's a young Rhaenyra Targaryen um, who is the only daughter of King Viserys and the only child from his first marriage. Um, but yeah, so that's her as a child and we'll be seeing her as an adult, I think for most of this show. Got it. Got it. And then is this before the conquest? So I, I mean, I'm sorry. Is this is, I assume everything that's going to take place is going to be after the conquest of Westeros. Yeah. So this is, um, well, let me try to figure this out real quick. So Viserys is the, I believe fifth Targaryen King. Okay, so it's in the middle. Because you have Aegon the Conqueror, you have Anus, which is a hilarious name, Magor, King Jaehaerys is the fourth, and then, yeah, 
uh, Viserys the first. Got it. So this is pretty deep into their ruling of Westeros then. Yeah, they're they're well established. They faced like an initial uprising after Aegon the Conqueror died. Mm-hmm. His oldest son Aenys faced a uh, storm revolts. He died, and then Maegor the Cruel kind of just kicked the shit out of the uh, the faith because they had their own forces. If I think you remember in like the later seasons of Game of Thrones with the High Sparrow, mm-hmm. how he kind of rearms and they have their own little like army, right? kind of thing yep. so the faith used to have that they used to have those and they used to have like a full army of knights called the uh the warrior sons so they all revolted against the targaryens it's like abominations they practice incest all that stuff and they got just smashed um yeah but then magor dies and then king jaharis who's known as the old king is probably considered the best either the best or second best Targaryen king, he takes over at a young age and rules for like 50 or 60 years and really stabilizes the uh, Targaryen dynasty. Got it. Got it. And um, I guess, our, so I'm assuming like the Starks, um, the Baratheons, the, all of the old houses are, are still around. They're just being ruled by, because they descended from the first men, right? So I'm assuming... They're still around. They're just being ruled by the Targaryens. Yeah, yeah. So they're still around. It, it's much the same political landscape as it is in when Game of Thrones starts. Got it. So all the all the great houses are are the same. Got it. Got it. And they're um, there's uh, what was I gonna say? I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, I guess in, in like Game of Thrones time, like 200 years isn't that long. Or 150 years isn't that long, so we yeah. see a no, lot. I, I, I made a mistake. The one glaring exception to the political landscape is that Dorne is not part of the Seven Kingdoms at this time. Got it. Okay, and I'm assuming that's going to be explored in the show. Ah, uh, no, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Nope. Interesting. No, they 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 hold out for for quite a bit. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, um, uh, this this seems like an awesome show. Um, I guess have you have we heard anything else about it? Because um, I think I heard that it's a very different show, but has like the same tone, or or maybe it has a different tone, but it has all the same like political intrigue and all that. Um, is that what you heard as well? Yeah. So I mean, it it should have all of that. And it should have, I don't think it's a spoiler to say, a lot more dragons in it. Got it, yep. Doing cool dragon shit. So it has that going for it. At least, and the sh- one of the showrunners, at least, is uh, Miguel Sapochnik, who directed yeah. some of the best episodes yeah, pretty of Game much, of Thrones. So yeah, pretty I'm much excited like every, about that. Yeah, pretty much like every battle, like awesome battle. Uh, I think he did Hard Home, he did Battle of the Bastards, he did like half of season eight even though i know we know how nikki feels about season eight um but you know there's some cool episodes there he's a good director so i'm hoping you know there's some some good stuff here um nikki anything else from your end i have a question i i always thought i guess until i first saw the trailer and actually i don't know when i when i sometime between when i first saw the trailer and tonight that the show was going to be about 
the first Targaryen king, but it's not. This is like the sixth or fifth Targaryen king. So, like, why is that? And what makes this king important and not the first one? Hmm. Well, The Conquering would be a really great show, and I kind of wish or hope that they end up doing that in the future. This show... So this is supposed to, I guess, just be like at their prime, I guess, like Targaryen family in their prime, or like, or shit setting them up to become in their prime, maybe. Yeah. Yes. So they're in their prime. Uh, how not to spoil everything about the show? Um, so they're they're seemingly in their prime. There's a ton of Targaryens running around everywhere. There's a ton of dragons. Um, things go bad though there's i'm assuming of... there's some sort of wedding ah uh, yeah there, there should be there, there should be several weddings a wedding with a color associated it no i really meant like the, a wedding because like in one scene they're sitting down it looks like some sort of banquet and you can see two um banners in the background and one is the targaryen one and one is the family you mentioned earlier what was it the people yeah, with the, the, the silver hair yeah yes. very very perceptive very perceptive so I would assume that there's a wedding between the two of them, like a joining of houses. That could be a good guess. <laughs> and I think there's like a younger blonde girl, and I think she's the one who is getting married. Uh, but I don't think that really matters. Yeah, I think you, you might be on the right track. And I've heard... I think the show is a civil war. Yeah, I so that, why, that's... I don't know why it breaks out, but it looks like Targaryens are going to fight each other. So that, that's, I guess that's the big spoiler I was trying to avoid, even though I think most people know about it. So it's basically about the giant Targaryen civil war known as the Dance of Dragons. So that's going to be the, the main plot of the show. And it should be, if they do it right, really, really good. Awesome. Yeah, I'm wondering how much budget they have for this show, especially with all the CGI they're going to have to do with the dragons. Um, yeah, good call, Nikki. Yeah, I, I remember hearing something about the Targaryen Civil War, but I didn't. Uh, I totally forgot until just now. So yeah, I think that's gonna that's gonna be awesome. And um, does it have to do with like what, uh, what? What was the name of the other client? The Valerians? Was that who, who it was? Um. So. So partly, I mean, they're just a big player in the realm. At this point in time, they are the richest house in Westeros. They're richer, richer than the Lannisters and the High Towers, mm-hmm. And that's mostly due to Corlys Valerian, who I discussed earlier. Um, so he, he takes, I think, nine like really long voyages going to all different parts of the world mm-hmm. and just brings back a ton of riches for his house. So they're kind of like the second family of uh of westeros and he's actually married to rainus targaryen who has a very good claim to the throne but just indulge me for a second so jaharis the first the old king um his two sons died before him so his oldest son his daughter was rainus targaryen who's married to corlys valerian and then his younger son, Balon, who died, his 
two sons were Viserys and Daemon. So there was a dispute about, you know, who would succeed because Rhaenys is the only child of the Elder line. So they they had a great council known as the Great Council of 101, where the lords of the realm voted and they decided to pass over the female Rhaenys and make Viserys the first, or Viserys at the time, uh, the heir to the throne. So there's a lot of tension going on there. Got it. So it sounds like they're, even though it's one family running this, it's going to be a lot of infighting anyway. So we're still going to get a lot of the stuff we liked from Game of Thrones. Yeah, a lot of backcourt you know, intrigues and backstabbing, uh, stuff like I that. I can also see that Valerian and Valerian are different things. Are they meant to sound similar? Uh, I, th- <laughs> I think that was just George Martin maybe not being the most imaginative when he came up with the names. So yeah, so it's like Valerian is the, uh, I guess the culture group or the ethnicity and Valerian is the family. Okay. Yeah. That's, I was, I was com- good question, Nikki, cause I was confused about that too. I didn't know why they were the same. So. Oh, maybe they were the ones who made the steel at first, honestly. That's what I was thinking too. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm happy they didn't change their name, though. Like, they changed the names of some characters in Game of Thrones because they were too similar to each other and they thought audiences would be confused. So I'm, I'm happy, at least, that they have faith in the potential audience for this not to be confused by that. Yeah, I, mean, I think the audience proved that uh, after Game of Thrones because everybody was into it and everyone was into the lore, you know, so... So yeah, the I mean, only, yeah, the last thing I noticed in the trailer was there was a woman, don't know who she was, and she was holding some sort of dagger, and from what I've seen on the internet, this is the same dagger that is used to try to kill Brand in the second episode of the show. Yeah, so I mean, it, it looks very similar, it, it probably is, and it's probably just like a visual callback and connection to Game of Thrones, but that character is Alicent Hightower. She is the daughter of the Hand of the King. And she also is going to play a very, very big role in this show. Are you as excited when you know what's going to happen? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I read all the uh, Song of Ice and Fire books before the show came out. And I was still excited. I, I like to see how they adapt it and to see how faithful they're going to be. And when they're not faithful, I guess I like getting angry at them and acting very uh, holier than thou. Like, oh my God, what are these idiots doing? They should know better. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see how they bring some of this stuff to life. Yeah, I, mean, I guess it makes sense. If you keep it the exact same, then... People know exactly what's going to happen, how, where, when, who. At least if you keep the general story, but make a little change, it could benefit. But sometimes you get a little too deep in the changes and you kill a character who should be alive and vice versa. That's when you start having big differences. Exactly. I mean, it happened in Game of Thrones where they, they killed a character in season it's one. Stannis. No? Well. Is it Stannis alive in the books? As of right now, yes. Hopefully he stays that way. Ugh, don't even get me started on what the show did to him. Ugh, 
character assassination, but uh, you know they, they killed a seemingly insignificant character in season one, some Dothraki character who's going to play a big role in the Winds of Winter if that ever comes out. But it's like these little changes they make that end up snowballing and affecting later storylines in ways that maybe the showrunners didn't expect it to. So, I mean, obviously I prefer them to stay as faithful as they can. Got it. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I was... I listen like I wasn't too excited for this show. I I don't I hate when like movie studios and TV studios or whatever um, like try to milk things for as much as they can. You know what I mean? Like when they do all these spinoffs and they don't work. And then like when Lost came out, every single show was trying to be lost and it just didn't work. So but I have to say, like after this conversation, I am very excited for it. Um, It seems like a really interesting story. The Targaryens are super interesting, so I'm hoping we, um, you know, get to see more about the history because obviously not a lot of people, unless you keep reading about Game of Thrones, not a lot of people know about the history of the Targaryens. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for this. Um, I guess last question, Mike, is there any, um, are there any characters that we've heard of outside of the Targaryens that you can see appearing in this show? I guess if there's like bigger characters that we've heard of, but haven't seen obviously, cause they were talked about in the past. Like, are we going to see anybody in this show? Um, do you predict? Huh? It's a very good question. Um, anyone who may have been mentioned like in game of Thrones, you know, I, I don't think so. Um, unless they mentioned Kristen Cole, in the show at all, like when Jamie's in the like going through the White Book of the Kingsguard, he, he may have seen his name pop up. He, he's going to be a prominent character in the show. Um, but other than that, I really don't think so. It, it's a lot of guess not brand new characters since they exist in you know literature form, but. In terms of like TV viewing audience, I think it should be almost all brand new characters. Some really great characters. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't think there's anyone that was at least prominently mentioned in Game of Thrones that, that we'll be seeing. Got it. Okay. Uh, Nikki, final thoughts before we end this? Um, yeah, I'm just excited. Honestly, I am. I fell off of the ice and fire bandwagon where the show ended, and that was almost three years ago now, and now I'm, I am excited for some new material in it. I like the shows a lot, Game of Thrones, that is, and very interested in the universe. Not as much as I am with Star Wars, so I love it, but if they were to, do, if they were to put out a show as good as Boba Fett, for me, I'd be excited about that. But I know Mike would probably not be as a fan more invested in that like how i was and and he is also in star wars yeah i think that's fair to say um yeah i think that's with anything that you're a a big fan of any sort of you know fictional universe whether it's books or like movies from the past that they make something new of like you want something high quality to do the thing that you love 
justice and you know and hopefully bring in new fans so that they can enjoy that as well and it's also it's weird like because you want to obviously be welcoming to as many people as possible while trying not to be like a gatekeeper of the fandom you know what i mean where you're not like oh well it wasn't exactly like this in the book and you're just a show fan you don't really know so that's always a uh at least for me that's always a a battle that i'm fighting yeah it's tough it's tough when you don't want things to go mainstream and then they're cool you know so all right so uh so i think this was a good discussion i'm very excited uh mike thank you for providing a lot of good insight on this show from a very short trailer hopefully this weekend we'll get uh the trailer you know a larger longer trailer um before you know before during the oscars and then we will do an emergency podcast and hop on and discuss that as well so um so yeah so we'll be on next week don't know what the topic's going to be yet but we will um we you'll hear from us next week so uh Enjoy the week. See you at the Oscars. See you at the, see you at the Oscars. Bye, everybody.